Hey there, it's me, Dawn Renee, from Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee. But then you knew that, didn't you? I wanted to welcome you and thank you for joining me for season two of this lovely journey. In this season, we're exploring self-care, becoming more self-aware, things that we can do like meditation and Reiki and um, uh, what is it? Chakra alignments and intuition and thankfulness and so many different things you can do that are self-care that you don't even think of as self-care. Things that make you feel good. Things that remind you that you're a good person. Things that lighten your heart and bring you joy. And in this season two, we're going to have a series that's called Faces of Joy and Pain. And it's people who have found ways to provide self-care and find, as one said, little snippets of joy throughout the day, every day, even in the midst of family issues and physical trials and emotional and mental yuck, you can find ways to find a little bit of joy and happiness and peace in your day, in your life. And you'd be surprised at how many of these people that I'm going to have my conversations with will tell you the same thing I will, that it grows and it becomes so much more than just a few minutes of hiding from the children or getting yourself together or quieting the thoughts running through your mind. It becomes a way of dealing with everything, of gaining control of you and your thoughts and being able to step back into whatever you're dealing with with more confidence and more self-esteem than you had before. It's crazy. But when you do self-care and you become self-aware, it is amazing how that flows out to others and you become aware of your surroundings and the people in it. And you're able to do more for them because you're doing more for you first. So. I know I went off on a tangent, but this season two is something that's really close to me, to my heart and really means a lot to me because it's what I've been doing for the last year. It's what I've been working through with my health issues and mental, emotional and physical strife that it's caused. Finding yourself time after time in a place you never thought you'd ever be in can break you down or it can build you up. And I am finding ways to build myself up and in so doing, build others and bring them on the journey with me so that we can all be healthier and happier together. I can't wait to you, for you to join me for season two. Here comes another great episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee. I am your host, Dawn Renee Hanlon, and I am so excited today because we are continuing our faces of joy and pain. And it doesn't mean you're finding joy from having pain. It's people who have found ways to find joy while they're going through rough seasons, 
tough spots, struggles, trials, give it whatever name you want. It doesn't matter. It's painful. It's no fun. So please welcome my friend, Natalie, who is a mental health professional. She was on talking about her support group called Essential Embrace for uh, healthcare workers who had been displaced from their jobs because of the vaccine mandates, initially in Rhode Island, and it's kind of spread to people a little bit all over. Um, but because she's a mental health professional and mental, emotional, and physical health go hand in hand. I wanted to have a conversation with her about just how important taking care of the emotional side of you is in being able to keep your, yourself mentally and physically as healthy as you can. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be back again and good to see you. Um, so I'm Natalie LaRoche and yes, I, um, am, am a mental health professional. I have been in the behavioral mental health field for, oh my God, going on 28 years now. And I teach mental health first aid. Um, I also am recently just on heal.me, um, dot com slash desire to the number two inspire as a coach, um, but we're here today to talk about the, you know, finding joy in pain. And not only am I a professional, but what was that hair commercial? I'm also a client, right? So I recently lost my mother and my brother nine days apart, a couple of weeks before Christmas, um, dealing with, you know, cleanouts and no wills um, and trying to take over, you know, the estate. My brother has a lot of stuff and a tenement property and I inherited two dogs that were not very healthy. So it's been a lot. And in the midst of all this, as you know, Dawn, I'm not working because I'm one of those people who, you know, because of the mandate, I lost my job and I haven't been able to collect. And I just found out last weekend that they denied my appeal. So I have no reason to be happy and I have no reason to be joyful. But for the most part, I am, you know. Um. And I, I wanted to go back to what you said real quick before I forgot, because you know me, I forget stuff. Um, so you had said that you have the inspire to, no, desire to inspire. And so I will be putting a link to that um, practitioner for, to your practitioner site. So people can have initial consultations, which are free. Um, so you can click the link and set that up. And then the other thing you were talking about is um, like the death of your mom and then your brother. And in the midst of that, you know, your area had COVID um, because, you know, it's been there all the time, but, you know, so I wanted people to understand that you don't just deal with other people who have been through this. You are actually in the midst of this yourself. Yeah, so right. your point of view is not just that of a mental health professional, but as a person who is experiencing great loss, trials, struggles, really yucky stuff going on. So that was it. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure people understood that you are. I'm in the muck of the mess. You are in the middle of the yuck, yes. Yeah, having to deal with a lot of stuff, having to take on a lot of, you know, different and new responsibilities on top of, you know, I'm, 
supposed to, or am I supposed to, or I don't really know what the heck or how the heck this is, you know, the grieving thing. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it is, it's a lot. And like I said, I mean, not having income since, um, you know, definitely October, but then I, I was out, you know, two weeks before because I was exposed to COVID. Um, I didn't get it, but you know, I was exposed to it. So I, I've been out of work since September 20th and I've had no income and, you know, on and on and on. So again, there's not really much reason why I should be joyful or happy or okay even. Um, but thankfully to my friends like you and, you know, a lot of other people from kind of around the world, right? We have people around the country and around the world that we're really close with because in COVID, we met in a big business cohort group and we kind of all just hung on to each other, right? And we're still here and it's, and it's awesome and it's great because sometimes, you know, you can have family and you can have friends and, you know, things like that. But um, it's different when you have a group of people that have similar, you know, interest and things like that. And, and, and that is, again, that's how we met and you're in Rhode Island and I'm in Maryland and we have a friend, Sarah, who's in France. I have a friend, Alice, who is in Australia um, and she listens to the podcast. So hi, Alice. But, um, you know, it's amazing how the connection we have made um, between you and I, I mean, we've met personally as well, but there's people all over this country, all over the globe that you and I have, you know, developed relationships with because of Zoom, because of um, similar interests. And, you know, that is a way to connect in the middle of a time when people aren't really socially interacting or have not been for like, the last two years, we're just starting to see more interaction. But for two years, basically, there was very little human interaction, social face to face. So everything was happening on Zoom or meetups or whatever, you know, app or website people have been using. And I've wondered, um, you know, sometimes I wonder, are, are we the, the exception to the rule? Or is it, um, is it something that people are doing um, that will, is this what helps keep us healthy or in a better mood or get through the doldrums? Is this the type of thing that people should be doing or can do? I mean, what, what is the impact that this type of interaction has? Does it, or does it not? It's no, it's interesting that you say that because you know how we always, you and I, and, and a lot of our people, right. That we're talking about, uh, say everything happens for a reason and sort of aligns, right? Well, you and I weren't really even sure. We weren't no, we weren't sure when we were going to record this episode because the last time we tried, you weren't feeling very well and we kind of, you know, weren't prepared. So we said, oh, we'll put it off. And we just decided on a whim, hey, we both have time. Let's do it now. Um, so this morning on LinkedIn, I actually read an article about isolation and loneliness. And it was saying the difference of the two of, of being alone and feeling lonely. And this study was done in 2018, which was prior to COVID. And it said that even though people lived with families, their children went to work every day, that reportedly there was like such a large percentage of people who said that they felt lonely, which is insane, right? Um, so your question was, is this healthy? Is this good for you? Does this help? I'm gonna say a thousand percent personally. And even professionally, I'm going to say, absolutely. Why? Because again, 
um, I notice in my household, I have two adult children left at home. I, I have two other adult children, but they're not here. But those two are that new, what is it, Gen X, the newest ones? Oh, I don't even know. I've, I've, I've gotten lost after millennials. Yeah. So they literally come home. They will like cook food, grab it and go in their room, you know, and then they'll come out and shower and then go in their room. Like, that's just, that's just what they do. That's why they can live as minimalists. Right. And everyone's doing that thing because nobody uses their living rooms anymore. Nobody uses their dining rooms anymore. Those common spaces in your house. It's like, you don't need them because nobody uses them, but maybe on the holiday or something. So and I think that's why people are so lonely because they're in their computers, they're in their phones, they're, you know, they're, they're on Instagram and stuff like that. This is different because it's Zoom, right? It's, you can see each other, you can, you can, um, it's not physical, like I can't go give you a hug, but, you know, it, it's the next best thing, right? And the other side of it is you can connect with people who get you or who are your people, right? Your tribe, the people that have this, the common interest, um, the people who maybe are going to help you to get through because they understand, you know, like you have a widow group, right, Dawn, where, you know, you guys are all widows. So you all understand what you're going through. So you can help each other. Right. right. And, and we always had Zoom calls prior to COVID. There was like a Friday night, Saturday night, and people would drop in. Um, but since COVID, it's become like the lifeline for a lot of people. Um, yes. Because especially when you lost a spouse and then COVID hit, you became not just isolated and alone, but you learned what isolation and loneliness feels like when you've gone, you know, lose everything all at once. And that was a huge thing. And with the Zoom calls, um, you know, I can be on them or not. Uh, but there are some days when I'm just feeling so frustrated. And I can reach out and text somebody, but you can't hide behind a text when you're on the Zoom. So that's one of the things that I like about the connection. Your words may say one thing, but your body language, your tone, the way you look may say something different, completely different. And when you're on Zoom and you're with people who are understanding what you're going through, they pick up on it. And I think maybe that's why so many of these Zoom like happy hours became so popular or um, DJ dance parties is another one here in the Baltimore area. There's a bunch of those popped up on uh Friday and Saturday nights. So, and I can see where that face-to-face -face interaction, even though I'm not in the same room, but I can't hide behind a text. I can't hide behind a telephone because you can't see me and lie and live and pretend I'm something I'm not. So I can see how that can help. Are there any other ways that people can get out of the isolation or get out of this feeling of loneliness truly being alone and lonely because you can be alone and not lonely but to be alone and lonely is a really bad feeling I know I go can there also be lonely and not be alone and that well well and that's just that you can feel alone and lonely mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you are alone you can be in a room and and this is something common in grief groups where we talk about you can be alone and lonely in a room full of people Mm -hmm. because yep. you don't feel like you fit in. You're like the round peg square hole. Nobody gets you. You don't have anyone to connect with and you just are 
alone floating in a sea of people. So I think a lot of people have been finding themselves there. So what else can we do to help find joy or happiness through all of this? So, I mean, you and I meet sometimes on messenger too. So it doesn't always have to be zoom, right? You can do a, you can do an iPhone video call. You can do a messenger call. And some of those days I'll hop on with you and I'll be like, Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? You're like, Oh, I'm good. I'm, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm doing this, that today, whatever. And I just look at you and I go, what's wrong. And you're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you look pale or you look tired or you just, you just don't look like your happy self today, you know? And, and then, you know, Oh, well, I know that you say it, you know, thanks for telling me I look like crap. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, you know, I don't feel quite good. So there, so there's that, but when you can't video, um, nobody calls anymore, right? Everybody just does the texting and all that stuff. And again, you can't pick up sometimes the tone, you know, you don't know what they're thinking or what they're feeling. So I like to like, um, I, I really don't like domestic stuff. I don't like cleaning. So I'll put on my, my wireless headphones, you know, this I'll, I'll be like, what are you doing? And I'll talk and, you know, I'll talk for an hour or so next thing you know, the kitchen's clean, the living room's clean, the laundry's done, you know, and it's, it's like, you were here with me the whole time while I was doing it, even though you weren't here in my company. And it, and it just made the time go by and the tasks that I was doing so much nicer and easier. So hop on a phone call if you can, right? If you can't do a video, hop on a phone call. If you can't do anything else because, you know, you're at work, not that you're texting at work. Um, or if you're, you know, if you're doing something where you can't, you know, it is still nice to keep that connection. Like my son lives in Colorado, just to let him know I'm thinking of him or my girlfriend in Florida, you know, to send him a little emoji or a little uh, GIF, GIF, whatever you call it, you know, um, because, you know, that does help when you're feeling lonely to know someone's thinking of you, right? Um, some of the other things, like I'm a very social person. So being out of work really sucks for me. You know, I'm sitting at home, my kids are gone, they're working, I can't find a job, I'm just sitting here, and I'm, you know, let's just like stewing in this like mundane life that I can't, I'm not a routine person, I need to be busy, so I like have to have other outlets and stuff, so sometimes I just join challenges, right? Um, like I just joined this speaker challenge. Why? Because it was free and because the people are high vibe and everyone's so excited. And, uh, you know, it gets me a little bit out of my mood and it's something I'm interested in and I'm learning new things. Right. I also paid for another um, challenge that was like a uh, sort of just a self-development, like free to be who you are type of thing. And these are distractions. These are things that are making me not get so down or depressed. Right. And I've made friends through these uh, venues too. Like I, I, you know, there's hundreds of people on there and they're all people who share your interests. They're people who have the same kind of like vibe as you. Like I have a lot of friends, but a lot of my friends are like, you're just too much. You're a dreamer. You're just like off the charts. Like you drive me nuts because they're nothing like me. And sometimes I'm like, how the heck are we friends? You know, because you're so, but you got the yin yang balance and stuff like that. But it, it, it's very helpful to be around people who think like you do, who believe what you believe, who have the you know um, aspirations that you do when you have a lot of people that are around you that don't. So there's a lot of different reasons why you want to reach out and find other people outside of your regular circle whether it's on Zoom or whether it's, you know, on, on whatever, whatever it is. I mean, you could, you could email, like there's the art of writing too, right? Nobody writes letters and stuff back and forth, you know? So however it works for you, 
Um, but connection, the connection is key. Having a connection with somebody who cares about you, who you know you can resonate with, that I feel like is the key to not feeling alone. Do you agree, disagree, Dawn? What do you think? I, I no, I agree. And what I was thinking is so like, and you had talked about different types of things that you've done to help you stay connected in this disconnection and then everything you've been going through. But, you know, there are people who are like, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, that's not my thing. I'm not into self-help or whatever it is, but you know, there's so many things you can Google. There's free online art classes. There's free poetry readings. There are tours of historic sites and they're free on online. You can, you know, sign up and you get a guided tour of, I don't know, Yosemite, you get a guided tour of a castle in Scotland that's haunted, whatever it is, just about anywhere. I mean, there was one in Egypt of the Great Pyramid. I don't know which one that is. It's the biggest one. But these are things that people can go. African safaris, not the kind you shoot people. You know, the animals don't get shot with guns. They get shot with cameras. The animals shoot people. (laughs) Yeah, 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 the animals don't shoot the people. Maybe they do. But, But that's the thing. There's so many things. So whatever you may have an interest in, if you have an interest in photography, you can take free photography classes. There's so many things. And I've been discovering them just by mistake and fumbling upon them or stumbling upon them. But um. And it just is amazing that it's like the further we get into this COVID time, I think the more people are understanding that they need connections. So they're using their hobby to connect with others. So whatever you're interested in, I think that's healthy to do that. So you can connect that way, but hobbies also help in other ways, don't they? I I, I think like if you're doing something you enjoy, mm-hmm. how does that work to help you out of that doldrums? Well, some of the other things I was going to say too, is like, cause you know, the world is opening up more, right? So you can, you can get together socially and you can travel a little bit more and things like that. Like, you know, you traveled to um, the Cape in Massachusetts and I traveled from Rhode Island to meet you because I was like, you're going to be not even a couple hours away from me. I'm coming to meet you in person. Um, so if you can get out and do something socially, whether it's a, one of those paint classes or you know something like that that interests you, absolutely do that. Um, but when you can't, do it virtually, right? Um, but I was going to say volunteering too, right? Because it's mm-hmm. so needed. I mean, they can't even find people to work, which is beyond me because I've applied for so many jobs and I can't get one, nor can my son, who would both have degrees, but yet the other jobs out there, like they can't keep restaurants open and they can't keep stores open until certain times. And Dunkin' Donuts even, I've seen like sign, like a sign stuck up there that just says they closed early because they didn't have workers. Like what the, yeah. what is going on in this world? Our Starbucks but, does that too. I'll, I'll go to get a coffee and the Starbucks says, nobody came to work, we're closed. I'm like, yeah. okay, good, good to know. Yeah. And you had mentioned earlier, you're like, sometimes you can go into a group of people or, or into a, a crowded place and uh, still feel lonely and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. But sometimes like say if you're by yourself and you have nothing to do and you're just bored and you just don't wanna be by yourself in the house or whatever, you know, it's like going for a walk around your neighborhood, you see, especially when it's nice out, like today it's 58 here, but it's what there? Oh, it's 67 here, just saying, 67. So people start coming out of their, their, you know, their caves, right? So you can just, even if it's just passing somebody on the street and saying, hi, you know, their dog, um, being around people. So they say the mall, right? You don't have to shop. You don't have to really buy anything because I don't have money to buy anything, 
but just being around other people, just having, I like sightseeing, right? I like people watching. Um, and what, what are the odds that, you, you know, you're probably going to talk to somebody or say hi to somebody or something like that. So it is some type of interaction. So just, just try to not, you know, depression sets in deeply when you isolate yourself. We don't want to isolate. So however we can socialize, socialization is a core, deep human need, right? Um, my son, he loves to be by himself and stay alone. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, aren't you depressed? You know, and he's like, no, I don't like to be around people. I like to be by myself. And I think for a handful of people, that's true. Um, and they're fine with it. But for the majority of us, and I feel like even them, sometimes they get lonely and depressed. But for the majority of us, we need, we need, that is like, that is like, you know, we need food, we need water, we need love. You know, that is one of the core human needs that just, you know, when it's not met can lead to all kinds of things. Oh, and what I did want to say before I forget the article that I read, what it said was when people are lonely, feeling lonely, not even depressed, lonely, the effects on your mental health and your physical health are atrocious. So it was saying that like, if you are lonely, it can be as bad as somebody who's smoking like I want to say like 15 packs of cigarettes a day or 15 cigarettes a day or something like that. I'll have to go back and read it. But it was very significant what they were saying and what it can cause. And there was a few other things like it can increase, you know, I don't know if it was diabetes or I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote it because I don't remember exactly, but the cigarette one, it was like, it is equal to somebody who smoked, it could have said for 15 years. Like it's, it's nuts. It's nuts how loneliness can cause much more damage than somebody who is, you know, smoking every day or somebody who is doing something to damage their body knowingly, like knowing like, okay, I know this isn't good for me and I shouldn't be doing it, but just imagine you're lonely and you're already not feeling good and you're totally damaging yourself inside and you have no idea. Like that to me, I, I was blown away when I read that. I'm, I'm a mental health professional. I've been in the field forever and I had no idea that significant damage like this could be done just from feeling lonely so can you imagine everything else with all the anxiety in this world well and that's what i was going to say with with the, all of the uncertainty and anxiety and the isolation and the loneliness and the disconnect in personal interaction for people who are highly outgoing this has been really a struggle and i am one of those extroverted introverts, I can go out for a while, but then I need to retreat in and, 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 you know, recharge my battery, but to not be able to be out and about at all has been, you know, really a struggle that, that, that I can tell, you know, after I have to just go out and go for a walk, like you said, okay, I don't care if it's 30 degrees, I'm going to go and somebody's walking their dog because dogs got to go out every day, whether with the, no matter what the weather is. And there have been days where I have like walked up to the block, up the block and back because I knew somebody would be out with a dog and I just wanted to be able to say hello, nod and see somebody meet them eye to eye and just know that, okay, I just connected with the human. I feel good now. And it did make a difference, which is crazy that just that little bit of just being acknowledged by another human being made a difference. Yeah, there is something else I do want to say, though. So for people who, um, again, maybe are going, well, I can't, you know, I can't get out or I, I, I don't have time or I, I'm working, so I can't get on these, these Zooms or these things or, you know, join these challenges or whatever, because they're all during the day, the ones that I see that I like. Um, 
there's other connection, right? There's spiritual connection, right? Which, which is like huge in getting me through God, everything right now, you know, it's like, I have my days and I'm just like, oh Lord, help me. Like, please just, just get me up, get me through this and get me on with it to the new day because <laughs> I'm not loving my life right now. Right. So there's spiritual connection, right. And obviously spiritual connection, it could just be reading your Bible. There's online Bible studies, there's church. Um, but nature, I'm a nature lover. It keeps me very grounded. So sometimes going out for that walk is, is just what I need to get the fresh air. The birds are starting to come back here. They're hearing the birds chirping. Um, I live down by the water. So going to sit and listen to the, you know, the waves, you know, just kind of crashing up gently and it, it, just having that connection. It doesn't have to be a connection with a person or a thing. It can just be, you know, whatever it is that, like you said, is a hobby or that makes you feel good, that makes you happy. You know, it, it's all different things. And being creative, we talked about too, like a hobby or, or you know, painting or something like that. Um, being creative, crafting. How many people started crafting again at home or doing gardens or building things and stuff like that? Why? Because they were home. They were going out of their minds. They, they were stuck. They didn't have anything to do. So they started baking, right? They started building. They started um, gardening, whatever it was. So find what works for you. Find what brings you joy and be mindful. Oh, so I also have a um, podcast called Mindfuls. And basically it's just a daily check-in. I kind of just ramble for a few minutes about what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, because I want people to check their mind pulse every day, all the time, right? So if you're in, a, you know, you wake up like, oh, listen to mine from yesterday, I think. I woke up in a bad mood. You know, when you wake up in that bad mood, pay attention to it and don't let it linger all day. Like stop it in its tracks, like bull crap. I am not gonna have a bad day today. Like, okay, yes, I'm miserable right now, but what am I gonna do to change it? Um, and that, that, that's important for depression. It's important for, you know, your general happiness. It's important for your mood because, you know, you snap at your family and your friends, you know, you bring it to work if you're working, whatever. So mind pulse is just daily rambling of me and my moods. And it's just because I want you guys to know and understand, like, you're not alone. We all have these days, you know, just because someone looks like on Facebook or, in their professional life that they're doing wonderful and they have all their crap together and everything else. A lot of time it's BS, you know, it, it, it's, it's not the way it is. It's not real life. So my, my podcast, I try to be authentic in real life and let people know like, yep, today sort of sucks. Or, you know, I had this conversation about this and um, yeah. So that's about it. I don't know. What else did, um, anything else? Any other questions, Dawn, or anything else? No, I, I think that you've covered everything that I, I, cause you know, it's that mental, emotional, and physical health. They're tied together. And that's a study that you're talking, that you were talking about that you read from 2018. That's long before the COVID. So just how much more impact has it had with the whole anxiety and panic and uncertainty because, you know, hanging over our heads all this time. So, that is why, you know, I feel like the message for self-care and becoming self-aware is so important, which is my whole season two, this 2022 season two is all about taking care of ourselves, becoming aware of who we are, what we need, paying attention to what our body and our mind are telling us, because sometimes your body is like telling you something and your mind's going, nope, I can suck it up, rub some dirt in it, girl, you can get it. Um, mm -hmm. And your body is saying, um, no, my leg fell off a mile ago. I can't go anymore. Um, 
So, so we really need to pay attention. We're just, I think we're so used to just, you know, suck it up buttercup. But I think that we really need to understand that sometimes we do need to stop, take a breath, count to 10 and do a head to toe check and make sure we're really okay. So thank Absolutely. you so much. Our mind and our body. Yes. Mental health, a lot of times manifest and turns to physical health problems or substance use problems, right? And vice versa. Um, I worked for a medical telehealth company and the medical problems became mental health problems because they got anxiety or depression or, you know, whatever. So very important. It's all connected. You know, you got to take care of it all, keep it all in balance, you know, think of it as a wheel and, you know, you don't want to be on a Flintstone square stone wheel, you know, you want a smooth ride. Yeah. And I, and I always say, it's like, you know, it's this mental, emotional, physical health, you know, triangle. It's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? So did you mentally were unwell or, or overtaxed and then you were emotionally, and then it was the physical or is, you know, which one comes first? It really doesn't matter. We don't even know, right? No. Because and it really doesn't matter. Isolated and depressed. Right. And now they, they look like they've smoked for, for 20 years. You know, they, where did it start? Who knows? And, and, and that's just it. And it, and yeah. no, it doesn't really matter. What matters is realizing that mental, emotional, and physical health are so closely knit tied together that we cannot survive if we don't take care of all three. We can't just go to the doctor and get our blood pressure pill if we're not going to do things to make us happy, if we're not going to get out in the sunshine, if we're not going to really evaluate where we are emotionally and mentally. You know, that blood pressure pill can only go so far. That being said, I'll leave you with the word of the day that I learned about a week or so ago that I absolutely love. Wealthy. Doesn't everybody want to be wealthy? but I'm not talking about money wealthy. I'm talking about W-E-L-L, wealthy. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's like finding the perfect balance and combination of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And just putting it all together into this nice little balanced ball. And that's, that's what we need to do. And then when you're wealthy, you might be able to get that business going or that side hobby and become money wealthy. I'll leave you with that. Thank you, Natalie. I appreciate that. And wealthy, I'm going to be writing that in a Sharpie and putting it on my curtain because I've got an empty spot here to put a note to myself. So W-E-L-L-T-H-Y, wealthy. And, you know, you're absolutely right. We all need to be wealthy. I don't care about money, but I do care about being around to see my family, to see my grandchildren, to, to be here as long as possible, to be able to make more memories for them and for myself. Absolutely. Thank right. you so much for having me. Great well, to be thank, here again. Thank you for being here. I love having conversations with you um, and all of thank my uh, beautifully broken tribe. Thank you for joining me on this journey, for um, sharing the conversation with Natalie. And if you have questions, please, you can contact me. I'll leave the links to her um, Mind Pulse podcast and to her heal.me um, practitioner site. So you can you know email her through that, contact her there, schedule an appointment for a free consultation, anything you need. Um, and as always, you can reach me on social media um, at, who am I? I don't even know now. On Instagram at Dawn Renee underscore H, on Facebook at 
uh, facebook.com and at Dawn Renee. So again, thank you so much. And remember, if you're struggling, please reach out. If you know someone who's struggling, please reach out to them and let them know you're there. Let them know you care and keep letting them know because when they need you, they need to know that you're really going to be there. And as always, take care of you. If you don't, who will? Until next time, I love you all and have a spectacular day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee, the podcast. I'm so glad you've been joining me on this journey and that of my friends I've had conversations with along the way. If you are struggling, I need you to make sure that you reach out to someone that you can trust. And if you know someone who's struggling, especially here during the holidays, please reach out to someone and let them know you care. Please please. And remember, the suicide hotline is open 24-7. If you're a vet and you're struggling with PTSD, depression, anything, please reach out to the VA nearest you. And as always, I'm sending my light and love to all of you, my dear, beautifully broken tribe. You can find me here on Tuesdays and Thursdays for the regularly scheduled podcasts. You can find me on the Beautifully Broken with Dawn Renee podcast Facebook group just by looking it up and asking to join. I add extra content in there throughout the week and I hope that the people um, that you refer this podcast to will join me there as well as you. And as always, Instagram, Dawn Renee underscore H and Facebook at Dawn Hanlon or Color Me Everything. You can find my website where everything I love comes together at colormeeverything.com. Have a great day and please share, comment, like, tell your friends about the podcast if you like it. And please be sure to let me know what you like because my entire purpose is to help you get through whatever it is you're dealing with today. Again, thank you for listening and I can't wait to talk to you again soon.